Hello and welcome to the Tipsy Knits podcast with Sia and Pip. Because sometimes our friends do let us net drunk. Welcome to episode six of the podcast. Happy birthday, Queen of Pearls. Woo! We're going to chat to you today about drinks, what we've put on the needles, what we've cast off. Probably involve a few mini yarn reviews during that. And of course, we're going to chat about the wonderful Queen of Pearls second birthday party that just happened at the weekend. Absolutely. So hello to both new and returning listeners. Hope you guys enjoy the show. First up, Pip, what are you drinking? Today I am drinking J.P. Chenet Merlot. And it's 2015. And as per the wonderful Tesco's website, whoop, whoop. it describes this as from France's biggest selling wine brand. This is one smooth operator. Made from the Merlot grape, it's soft, supple, and full of red berry, cherry, and blackcurrant fruits. Makes a great party wine or match with cottage pie. And it says that it's medium bodied. I don't know why they went specifically for cottage pie. But I imagine, yes, it would go well with that. (laughs) And honestly, I kind of find that description slightly creepy for some reason. But the wine tastes good. I feel like it's the combination of smooth operator and cottage pie. Like, that's not necessarily two that you'd mix together. Also, soft and supple. It's a bit... Not words I would use. But it's, it's tasty. It tastes good. I'll drink it again. So it's basically the poor erotica version of wine. Yeah, that's what it. That's exactly it. It's like some fan fiction's, you know, attempt at trying to make something sexy, but it just doesn't quite hit the mark. (laughs) Okay, so top notch review from you then. Yes, the wine itself does taste good, as I said. It's just I'm not sure about whoever put the tasting notes on the website there. Fair. So, Sia, what are you drinking? Okay, I'm this week actually being competent going with the whole tipsy par of tipsy knits and I'm now trying my hand at beer so it's seer versus beer this week and I went for the Dead Pony Club from Brewdog mostly because I like the name and it had a pretty label also Brewdog is Scottish so you know yeah so it's allowed Yeah, there actually wasn't a description on the label which really really helped things but it tastes and smells really, really citrusy, which is quite pleasant. Then you get a really, really hoppy aftertaste. Mm. So I don't dislike it, but I don't like it either, I guess. It's a very neutral kind of... It's very neutral. I'd pro- I don't know. Maybe it'd be a palate cleanser. I don't, I don't I know nothing about beer. Well, I really admit it. But... Our listeners can come along in the journey of us yes. being completely ignorant about alcohol. Yeah, absolutely. But hopefully next podcast I'll try new beer and this will be a thing yeah. and I won't get a beer gut. <laughs> it's the main well, priority. I drink wine, you drink beer. I think that'll probably work quite well. Absolutely. Mixing <laughs> drinks, mixing knitting, what can possibly go wrong? Nothing at all. But if anyone listening has any recommendations for us at any point, please do give us a shout. We are happy to try new things. Yeah, and um, we're not just stuck to wine and beer. Anything, yeah. you know... Just let us know and we'll we'll see what we can do if we can find it, firstly. Yeah. Finding it's an issue and also please don't give us anything with an £80 price tag. Yeah, like, that, that perhaps wouldn't be appreciated. But we'll see what yeah. we can do. You know, if anyone wants to send us some alcohol <laughs> with an £80 price tag, I'm not going to say no. But something tells me that's not quite going to happen. I'm pretty sure soliciting actual alcohol on the internet is something we get warned about at school. 
And if mm. not, we probably should be. Yeah. Yeah, actually. don't don't send us booze in the post. But... No, my mum will be angry. <laughs> but please do give us suggestions, things like that. We'll give it a shot. Yeah, couldn't hurt. I think we'll talk a little bit about what we have cast off, um, you know, what we're actually working on at the moment. Mm-hmm. I've cast off my tesserae, which I talked about in the last episode. I knit that in Easy Knits, Deeply Wicked. I used three colours. I had like a light kind of, or mid mid grey, a really bright green and a very nice dark purple. And it's gorgeous. I love it. I've been wearing it out everywhere. Perfect for kind of the summer spring breeze that we've been getting Mm -hmm. through. And I foresee wearing it everywhere in the future. I get a lot of comments on it. It's lovely. Good choice. And that's by K.M. Bedigan, also known as Afaya. And definitely recommend it. Go buy it. It's a really relaxing knit and it's gorgeous at the end i also finally cast off my lush cardigan i knit that yeah i knit that in drops merino extra fine it's a tin can knits pattern and i'd knit a big portion of it i'd knit the you know the body and then i kind of put it down and i was like sleeves no i hate sleeves sleeves are the bane of my existence Mm. If I could get away with never knitting sleeves again, I would. So I just kind of put them down and then I had a couple of days where I was like, right, I'm going to do this. So I knit the sleeves, I knit the button bands and then I got the buttons at the weekend and I... super cute. I love it. I absolutely love it. So I knit it in kind of like a, a purple and then the buttons are baby blue polka dot buttons and... I just I really love it I really love it it's flattering it's gorgeous I blocked it pretty well I'm pretty pleased with it yeah and just generally I imagine I'm gonna wear that everywhere I expect to see you everywhere in it yes so it's... saying she's not wearing it now guys no but I did wear it on Saturday that was Saturday, when I was though. at the happy birthday this is today though and you're not wearing it true but I have had you know a fair amount of wine so I'm quite warm at the moment I don't think putting a cardigan on would really be a good idea and I don't want to stain it just in case True. Though I will point out she says she's had a fair amount of wine she's had like three sips out of a glass shh <laughs> your secrets are not safe on the podcast <gasps> oh no and at the moment I'm actually being really good I have only got one whip you have actually and I'm really surprised by that I used to have a thing where I had four at any given time and I have been fighting starditis I feel like it's a thing. Startitis is definitely a thing, but I also think, like, going back to what you said about Lush, sleevesitis is also a thing. Yes. Yes. I think that's, like, an unspoken to... of knitting ailment. I had to have whips going on at the same time that Lush did, just so I wasn't like, the only thing I have mm. to knit are sleeves. <laughs> I have been knitting a Francis herself by Carrie Westerman, and I've been knitting that in Ginger's Hand Dyed Splendor that I got at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. It's 50% merino, 50% silk, and it is lush. Oh my goodness. It is so soft and silky and smooth. And it looks beautiful. It looks stunning. It's really squishy. I knit at work and everyone is like, oh my gosh, that's beautiful. What is that? I need to feel that. It's glorious. And generally, it's just absolutely beautiful to knit with. It is quite slippery, so winding it onto a cake was a challenge but i managed it and it's well worth it 
and I'm really looking forward to it being finished. It's also like really stretchy. I think it's just maybe the pattern as well, but I imagine that when I block it, it's going to triple in size. Yeah, I think it's got scarter stitch as well. I think yeah. that's what makes it so bouncy. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward it's to gorgeous. that. And uh, I just love Carrie's patterns as well. Mm. I'm really looking forward to her Kickstarter. Yes. Which is going up in a few days' time. May twenty third, um, I believe. Yes. Which will probably be just after this podcast goes up on the internet, hopefully. Yes. So a week today, in yep. fact, that we're a week today mm-hmm. for recording. Less than a week if you're listening yes. to it. And um, there are lots of amazing rewards. Oh yes. I can't wait. I'm so excited. So hopefully in the future you'll hear about me knitting lots of carry patterns. Not that Absolutely. I don't already. <laughs> Sia, what have you been working on? Okay. The main good news that I have for this podcast is I've had physio! Yay! And my wrist is fantastic and I can knit again! That's really good news. Yeah, so ignoring the fact that, you know, I can actually work on my PhD again and, you know, typing doesn't hurt. It's the knitting that's the priority. Totally. As it turns out, I've had massive case of startitis. Mm -hmm. So where Pip's been super, super good and monogamous to her knitting... I have been a little bit of a knitting tart, um, to put it mildly. <laughs> and Pip's now absolutely like laughing her head off and trying not to do it audibly on the podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've also apparently had a massive socks kick. I managed to finish off the Irregularity socks, which is another Kay and Bedigan pattern. And I started those a couple of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And I finished those up. Then they're a toe-up pattern, but I think Kirsten's also included a top-down version as well. And they're knitting the Sheepish Sock Yarn from Ginger Twist. Lovely. So it's a BFL, beautiful high twist, lovely. And those got gifted to my man pal, because I'm really, really super generous. Absolutely. Best girlfriend ever. Mm-hmm. I then knit a pair of vanilla cappuccino socks, and it's a free pattern by CC Alman, also known as Java Pearl on Ravelry, I believe. And I knit that in some of the West Yorkshire Spinners signature four ply. And it was self-patterning. Super, super fun. And again, those got gifted to the man pal because I'm just the best girlfriend ever at this point, I think. I mean, two pairs of socks in the space of a month. Well, I was there when he decided he was going to pick out the yarn, so I think you knew it was going to go to him. But yeah. he was quite invested, really, in picking out the yarn, so you've picked a good one there. Yeah, he's good. He he understands the whole yarn thing. Mm. Um, Always a must. Absolutely. <laughs> Willing to contribute to the stash as well, so you know. I know. So yeah, and then after that, I quickly whipped up a pair of Fika socks from one of the pom-pom magazine issues from spring last year i think and they're by mary beth white and i knit them in the rusty ferret sock yarn from the lovely fluff shop and it's in the kevin colorway which causes no end of amusement when people ask me about it to me it always reminds me of the minion yeah well i just found that when i was knitting it to myself i'd sit there thinking yes kevin is a lovely cheerful little yarn isn't he (laughs) at which point i then kind of stop myself and go a yarn seer mm. it's not sentient mm. I hope <laughs> I'll know if they ever like run off at some point mm. so I finished those up and then I've been casting on even more projects which is a bit bad so on the needles I've got a Cascadian shawl which is yet another KM Bedigan pattern we are big fans of Kirsten at the podcast huge and it's her recent pattern 
it's a semicircular shawl with lots and lots of slipped stitches and yarn overs and it is so beautiful and such fun to knit with it's absolutely um, gorgeous looking at this it's thank you absolutely gorgeous so i'm doing it in some rusty ferret yarns doll which is the merino nylon base and it lives up to it little tagline on the website of being smooth as a Ken doll. It is so smooth. Um, Pip, see how smooth it is? Ooh, very smooth. So it's very smooth and then I'm using some Mad Tosh yarn in the London Cosmopolitan colourway for the contrast. They go very well. Yeah, my inspiration for anybody who actually reads comics is Starfire from Teen Titans and Mm. um, the Starfire comic. So it's like a beautiful like purpley pink colour then with lots of coral on top. Gorgeous. Yeah, it is gorgeous, if I do say so myself. I'm quite proud. <laughs> um, and very modest as well, apparently. So, yeah, very much enjoying that. Though, looking at the way the slip stitches fall, it kind of reminds me a bit like icicles. Yeah. So I feel like if someone was to do it in sort of like really nice like greys and blues, it looks so effective. Yeah. So I'm just about to start doing the border on that. So hopefully that'll be a FO by the next podcast. Then my other project on the needles is the three cliffs shawl by fiona alice and i'm knitting that in some of the la bien aime merino singles that i got at edinburgh yarn fest mm-hmm. and i've been two minds about it on the one hand the yarn is beautiful it is this like amazing vibrant pinky orange color and it seems to like glow in the sunlight it's, it's amazing and it's so soft and the stitch definition is wonderful but on the other <laughs> i've cast the shawl on about three times now just trying to sort of get it the right width and things that I want because when I started originally it came out too narrow then I decided to hold the yarn double and then I decided not to so it's kind of been a bit of an ugh project to use the Ravelry terminology Mm. and I also realised that I hate purling with a passion Mm. and it's pretty much done in slipped ribbing which is very pretty and it also has um reverse stocking stitch background so i'm not a fan of reverse stocking stitch either so on the one hand it looks amazing and it's going to be so beautiful to wear in the autumn but on the other hand i'm still stuck at the very like first section of it and i feel terrible because i've wanted to knit it for ages and i love the take heart book i love all the other patterns in it but this shawl and i aren't getting on at the moment so it's basically like that dream that dream project that just ends up sitting in limbo yeah so it will get finished at some point when I can bear to take it off the naughty step. Mm. But at the moment, it is staying where it is. And it's all entirely my own fault. There's actually nothing wrong with the pattern or anything else itself. It's 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 me. Yeah. You know, it's the whole dating thing. It's not you, it's me. Yeah. And it really is me in this case. <laughs> so, yeah, that's everything that I have on and off the needles. Nice. Um, I think I have more socks planned for the future. Something tells me that that you've got more socks <laughs> yeah. in the future. You know, I haven't been getting WhatsApp pictures of you knitting socks no, or anything at all. Absolutely and not. In no way have I received many photographs of Oh look at this socks. Oh look at these socks. Ooh, oh look at these socks. Look at that pattern. Must be another knit you're talking to. Must be. But yeah, I recently learned how to do two two at a time toe up socks. Mm-hmm. And it is genius. I don't know why I didn't do it before. I don't know what put me off. I think it was possibly being too lazy to wind my yarn into two balls. Maybe. But yeah, I don't know why anybody would knit one sock at a time. And I don't quite understand why people do cuff down either. Mm. 
Because if you do two at a time and toe up, you can try them on at the same time. Yes, excellent. And that yeah, is a must for socks. It's quite, it's quite satisfying being able to stick them on your toe and go, oh yes, I can start the heel in like twelve, like twelve rows or something. Mm-hmm. And my flatmate quite likes taking it off me and then sticking the little toes on her head, so it looks like she has little cat ears. <laughs> Um, I probably shouldn't have shared that on the podcast, but... Sorry, Zoe. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm a fan of the socks now. I'm a sock knitter. So speaking of Zoe's... Yes, speaking of Zoe's... speak about another Zoe dear to our hearts. Yes, and that would be Zoe, who is the wonderful owner of the Queen of Pearls. Yes. So Queen of Pearls is a wonderful little local yarn shop in Salt Market in Glasgow. Um, stocks lots of yummy yarns. Yes, there's West Yorkshire Spinners, Zalba Balls, Jameson's, Pencil Roving, GGH, Loppy. She's got her own hand dyed. Yeah, she's just wonderful. She, I, pretty it's much any time I need yarn, I'm like, I should go to Queen of Pearls. Absolutely. She's got enough stock of all different types of things that you can pretty much find what you're looking for. She's wonderful as well. She's just so lovely and bubbly and she makes you feel really welcome. And she's got beautiful samples all across the shop. Yes. And just generally, she's wonderful. So it was the Queen of Pearls' second birthday on the 14th of May. And to celebrate this, she had a little event. So she dyed some yarn Mm -hmm. and she had a competition for guessing the buttons in the jar. And it was really good fun. We went down to say hi. Yeah, actually we went along. Mm Mm-hmm. We guessed, we guessed at the buttons. We spoke to people. We, we enjoyed yarn. cake. But yeah, but yeah, I suppose that was the priority. And yeah, it was a lovely little party. Yes. So Zoe dyed two separate colourways for the Citadel sock base of her colourway. Yes. It is a superwash BFL. Yes. And so one of them was a self-striping speckly rainbow called... I've Created a Monster. Called I've Created a Monster. And there was a second one that we can't quite remember the name of, but it was very pale and had like little rainbow sparkles here and there, mm. and it looked a lot like cake. Everyone, icing. yeah, everyone said it reminded them of cake or icing mm. or something like that. I feel like it was called color contamination. Or yes, something similar. Color contamination. I think you're correct. It was lovely. It was really gorgeous. The I've created a monster went really quickly. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. I did pick myself up a skein mm-hmm. um, I also picked up two skeins of her court jester yarn which is sock yarn and I'm going to use that to make Cascadian by yeah. K.M. Bedigan the lovely colours as well you yes. got sort of like brownish pinky tone for your main colour didn't you yeah it's like a kind of brownish purple pink and then I got like an aqua kind of turquoise mm. kind of colour so hopefully those will go well together they will yes they look so lovely very much looking forward to mm-hmm. casting that on, but I must finish my current whip first. And Sia, you also got some of the lovely rainbow I've created a monster. Yes, I got some of that rainbow yarn as well. So two seconds ago when I was all, yeah, I'm not knitting any more socks. I'm knitting more socks. <laughs> as soon as I got it home, I split it into two little balls of yarn, much to my brother's amusement. My brother came up to visit. He was a little bit baffled by the fact I had a skein of yarn around my neck. but yes. How I hang, it's what I do now. I can totally be trusted to live on my own in Glasgow. <laughs> so I wound it and then I spent a good couple of hours trawling through Rav looking for some sock patterns. And I eventually settled on the Peppermint Mocker Socks by CC Alman. 
and it's part of her uh, Coffee with Cece book collection. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll probably go back and buy the rest of the book because I do quite like the other sock patterns and there are more socks in my future. Yes. But these, these socks are lovely. It's a slip stitch pattern and I figure it'll look quite funky with the speckly self-striping rainbowness of the yarn. So mm. I've already cast on the toes and it's knitting up so nicely. And the way I've wound the yarn, they're not going to be identical, more sort of like fraternal twins, if you will. Um, yes brothers almost and yeah they look so cute they're lovely lovely colors and i think these socks are going to be addictive to knit just because i'll want to see the next sort of color change in the yarn yes zoe really outdid herself with the Mm. uh with the colors they're beautiful yeah but certainly it's beautiful stitch definition and the colors are coming through nice and clear and yeah very nice to knit with so i'm looking forward to sort of devoting more attention to those once i finish my cascadian shawl Woohoo! so yeah yes and while we were there when we bought our purchases we were given a little origami square thing with party favors yes with some little stitch markers in which were lovely mine were orange and mine were blue and red which Um, i very much liked yes and we were also given little fortunes and my fortune was that my best friend would be my stash oh that's lovely yes i think that's true as well and what was yours what was mine i'm looking on instagram to find mine mine was your stash is a place to draw true happiness which i very much agree i am very very happy Mm -hmm. when my yarn stash is involved yes um particularly when i'm enhancing said stash so (laughs) i think that is a very very accurate fortune yes and basically it was just really nice to see people there were a few people there and we all just kind of just hung out me and the hubby hung about until closing and everyone was very interested to see his knitting project because he's knitting an Yggdrasil shawl Mm. and everyone was like oh look at that and and he was he was wallowing in the attention oh he he loved it it. he was like oh yes yes i am i am knitting this beautiful double knit shawl yes he worked it (laughs) so he really really enjoyed himself as well so thank you so much zoe it was a lovely day yes thank you very much for letting us share your second birthday with you yes and we're already looking forward to the third absolutely bring it on speaking of things that we're looking forward to turns out we actually have a rather busy calendar coming up for you guys pip is there a thing in edinburgh that you're possibly looking forward to again Oh, I don't know. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Maybe something to do with crawling? You're the worst liar ever. Um, oh, yes, I know. The Indieborough Yarn Crawl's coming up. I'm not excited about that at all. No way. No, you've totally not been squeeing about that on WhatsApp to me at all. No. But, yeah, we're, g- we're going to go. Yeah. There will be yarn. There will be crawling. And we're very excited about it. It's looking at the leaflets and all the comments and things on RAV, it's set to be another fantastic event. Um, yes. And for those of you not in the know, it's run by Jess of Ginger Twist Studios and it's in connection with the other yarn shops in the city of Edinburgh. Yes. So, so Kathy's Knits and Be Inspired. Yeah, and there's also going to be a pop-up marketplace in the Safari Lounge this year, which, which I'm very excited to. for. So the 11th of June is going to be an, a very good day and yes. Heather enjoyed Edinburgh Yarn Festival so much that she's going to come with us to Edim- Indieborough Yarn Crawl as well, which will be lovely. I'm very much looking forward to the exclusive colourway that Jess does every year. Yes. Sign me up. In there, I'm going to be in there, I'm going to be 
trying to get my hands on one of those. It got very busy last year. Yes. So we'll have to see if I manage to get through the door in time. You're kidding. We'll be we'll be queuing up long before it's even open. Oh yes. <laughs> We're terrible like that. It'll also coincide with the podcast anniversary. Yes. AKA the podcast birthday. Yes. So the podcast will be one. It'll be a year since we first kind of sat down and went, do you want to do a podcast? I all right. Yeah. I think we both talked about doing a podcast for a while. And we, we did, had. And we weren't sure if the other one was as into the ideas as each other. So we kind of have been like, oh, yeah, let's do that. And then the other one would be like, yeah, let's do that. The other one going, were they just saying that to be nice? Yeah. I think it kind of ties into sort of something we talk about a lot in uni is the idea of imposter syndrome. Mm. And it's the idea of sort of like having terror of putting yourself out there. And I think we were both a bit wary wary and nervous of it because obviously we are recording ourselves and sticking it on the internet for anyone and everyone to listen to. Yes. But so far so good. Yeah, it's been good fun. Quite yeah. enjoyed it. So we're looking forward to celebrating our first birthday and hopefully continuing on from there. Yes. And then what else have we got? What's on the list? Oh yes. So we both recently got some very exciting posts. Mm-hmm. And it was the final sob sob Instalment of the Neighbourhood Sheep Society 2016 Yarn Club. The last one. However, so. I think it's fair to say that Jess and Claire saved the best for last. Yes. It is a beautiful package. Yes. And I think in a couple of episodes, once everyone's definitely received their packages and had time to knit everything up, we'll possibly, you know, spend time going back over the year, talking about the yarn, mm-hmm. the patterns, getting excited about the next club that Jess and Claire do. Yes. So yeah, I think that's a fair few things to look forward to. Definitely. So that's kind of everything we had planned to talk about today. It was really nice to see some of you coming back and listening, who've been listening since the first episode. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, one of those that we have to say hello to is our good friend Chris, who is down in Kent and hopefully coming back up to Glasgow Absolutely. soon. It'll be lovely. And if we're saying hello to Chris, we should probably also say hi Kane and hello Ada. Hi guys! We're very looking forward to seeing you back up in Glasgow Mm -hmm. and thank you for listening to the podcast and that is about it Yep. so thank you listeners new and old We hope you've enjoyed the podcast please come back and listen to us some more Yes, if you like and hopefully you'll have noticed that our recording quality has jumped noticeably this time so you can actually hear us now Yep. Um, hopefully that will continue in the future But it's very lovely to see you all and it won't be too long until we're chatting to you about Indie Bar Yarn Crawl. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Tipsy Knits podcast. You can find us on WordPress at tipsyknitspodcast.wordpress.com You can also catch us on iTunes as Tipsy Knits and also on Twitter as at Tipsy Knits.